Hi. Hello. Welcome. Have um, you heard the good news about you getting into grad school? I, I did actually hear that good news. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so happy for you. Me too. I'm I'm very excited. I can't wait to be in school again. I miss school. <laughs> yeah, working kind of sucks. <laughs> Being in the real this- world is terrible. I want to go back to school. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, I'm Sophia. I use they, she pronouns. I'm Dylan. I use they, them pronouns. Um, um, no, being an, an adult in like the working world, it's kind of made me be like, hey, do I want to be like a professor? <laughs> do I want to like have a full-time podcast? And do I want to have a podcast and be a professor? Like, do I want that to be my life? What I want more than anything is to like work in a place that has semi-consistent hours and just like work consistently (laughs) (laughs) i mean i have consistent hours i work from nine o'clock to five o'clock most days but i also like live 35 minutes away from my job and i mean that's it's like fine it's but, you know, well, I mean, I really like where the thing is, I really like where I'm living and I really like where I'm working. And I also don't mind my commute. But if you put all of them together, it's like, you know, um, every like, the commute time should be factored into work time. Yeah, it's like I feel like I should be getting paid for the time at least for the in the morning. Over an hour every day that you spend driving. I feel at, at the very least in the morning, I feel like I should be getting paid <laughs> for my drive. The like 30 minutes, 35 minutes of my morning that I spend driving. You said you had a different opener, and then I'm going to set our timer for our, us to talk about the Oscars. Our because I max Oscar talk. I said I was going to set a timer for 15 minutes, and I was serious about that yeah because we could spend the whole podcast probably talking about the oscars yeah i was gonna say have you heard the good news about um taiko atiti's gay pirate show yes um, that everyone on tumblr is freaking out about Um, i haven't actually okay don't tell me anything about it because i i haven't i've been too busy to actually get around to watching any of it but it's like at the very top of my list Mm -hmm. And I really want to watch it. It's it's so good. It's so fun. The thing that I am really excited about is there's a non-binary character who uses they, them pronouns. And it's not like a, it's a thing because it, it basically they're like, what if, what if I want to not be the thing that you guys think that I am? And everyone was like, okay, then just don't. Okay. And there's like, there's a scene where we meet one of their family members and they're basically like, Oh, no, it's they, them, and this name. I'm not going to tell you which character it is. Um, it's they, I them. I mean, I know. Okay. It's they, them, I and know. Jim. And they're like, their grandmother is just like, yeah, okay, them. Yeah. And it's like. I, I know because I've seen it. You sent it to me. Oh, I did send you the um, the actors. The actors yeah. on TikTok being awesome. Yeah. Um, did I send you the other TikTok that they made of Taika Waititi in full Blackbeard costume just dancing? Yeah, I think I went through their TikTok page as well. Um, just because I, I was having fun. 
I love a canon non-binary character. I love Taika Waititi as Blackbeard. It was, for some reason, sorry, I know it's Blackbeard. My brain automatically goes, this is the anxiety part of my brain, which is why it's ridiculous that my dad doesn't think I have anxiety. For some reason, when you said Blackbeard, my first impulse, my first thought was, I thought you were going to say Blackface. I love Taika Waititi and blackface. It's uh, just no. great. And I'm like, I know that's I I know that that's not what you were gonna say. But also, that's what I thought. That's legitimately what I thought you were gonna say. Even um, though I know that's not what you were gonna say. <laughs> there's a character named Black Pete who is a white guy, and I'm just like, how did he get that name? Why is he called Black Pete? He's the only Pete on the ship. Interesting. Anyway, huh? Um, yeah, shall we? Shall we talk about the Oscars? You can look. Here it is. Here's the timer. I'm starting it. You okay, st- so okay, you I want right to preface. Okay, go, go, go. I, I want to preface this with the fact that um, I don't want to talk about the slap. I want to acknowledge it. Yeah, and then move on because us as two white people, I feel like shouldn't not that we don't have a voice in the conversation but ours shouldn't be the main voice in this conversation here's here's here is my thoughts as i i told sophia i saw this tweet i'm not gonna i don't remember i couldn't find the tweet again but the the basic thing was like okay all the things of the slap aside koto one best picture and the slap was there there was a lot of stuff going into the slap but the joke was an ableist joke and what this should do is launch a conversation about ableism in mainstream media but You're, it's not the, gonna. what you sent me what you sent me was something along the lines of i saw a tweet that was like hang on <laughs> hold on now i'm trying to find the tweet um and i really we really have to go fast because yeah <laughs> We've got a lot of stuff to cover. Um, it was something along the lines of, should Will Smith have done that? No. Did Chris Rock deserve that? Probably. Is this moment, along with Coda's historic win, going to bring about a necessary conversation about ableism in mainstream media? You wish. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't that exactly, but it was along those lines. Yeah. There were... There were some wild tweets and some wild takes, some yeah. very bad ones. A lot the, of white you people know, talking out of their Do you want to know the worst one? Do you want to know the worst take that I saw? What? The worst one. All right. This is a comment. This is a reply. This is something one of my friends sent me in my, like, disability group chat from all, me and all my disabled friends from college. Um Person at person. I'm not going to say their names here. Mm-hmm. Um, you're contradicting yourself by saying that though comedians make jokes in the first place, Chris Rock is a comedian with NVLD. That's nonverbal learning, learning disabilities. He is going to have an especially hard time figuring out when you should and shouldn't say something. Why can't you have any empathy for that it's actually amazing that he even has the social skills to pursue such a role in the first place what a what a really bad take um 
And for those who don't know, NVLD, the nonverbal learning disorders, learning disabilities, um, those are like like ADHD and dyslexia mm-hmm. and like um, I have those. And like, yes, but also this is one of those situations where it's like, hey, um, your disability is not an excuse for your behavior. It's, you know, like an ADHD and NVLD aren't the same thing. They have a lot of overlap. They're different, but like they have a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. But like, oh boy, what a bad take. Like some chronically bad takes but i think like us as white people should not be the main people in this discussion i'm um another controversial thing that happened or i don't know conference another problematic thing i'm gonna just say that that happened that i feel like didn't get enough uh attention was when regina hall was like oh, I'm going to COVID test these hot men by making them take all of their clothes off and stick my tongue in their mouth. Like, what? Yeah. And everybody was laughing. And I was like... I think I missed that. I came in... I, that was really early in the show, Yeah, right? it was It was pretty early on. I literally found out about it, like, the next day because I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet that was like, my controversial Muppets opinion. I, I know this might be controversial, but I don't think the five-minute sexual assault joke would have happened if the Muppets hosted the Oscars. Yeah, like, I don't know. That was, I think I came in at, like, the tail end of that. Yeah, she, she was... called up a bunch of people onto the stage and said that there was a problem with their COVID tests. Which yeah, not already funny. already is not a stressful, funny. scary, and upsetting thing. And then she was like, "I need to take you backstage and take off your clothes, and then swab the back of your mouth with my tongue." Mmm. Like I don't know if this is something that they had like agreed to do the, these celebrities. Yeah, I don't know. Usually at like the Oscars, there's like a rehearsal, and they may have agreed to do it, but. That's giving benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And either way, it's a bad joke. Yeah. I, I, it's just. Can we go back so to, I know the whole that, thing. That are, like, I know it's, it's the, one thing to joke about fucking COVID. Like. It's, it's another thing to do it enough. like that. And then, and then. <sighs> and here's the other thing. I know they went to being, to not having a host because of reasons and now they're back to having a host because of reasons sorry i didn't see the whole bit i i found an article about it apparently she frisked some guys about covid yeah i did see that it was uncomfy um overall the thing is they should have just had wanda sykes host the whole thing i agree because because like here's the thing we've all sort of known that amy schumer isn't funny for a long time like, there was this moment during the show where she was, like, sitting next to, I don't even know. Oh, she did this really weird thing with Jesse Plemons and Chris. She, she was like, trying to explain what a seat filler was. Yeah. And she basically went up to Kirsten Dunst and was like, you're a seat filler. Go away. And then hit on Jesse Plemons. And Kirsten Dunst is Jesse Plemons. They're married. Mm-hmm. And... And then was like, oh, by the way, all of these things. And also trans people. 
And like, it was, I was like, oh, what is, like, okay, like, but this is so weird. Like, everything that Wanda Sykes was doing, I thought was really funny. Like, her whole bit about the, the Academy of Motion Picture Sciences Museum where she was touring it, that was really funny. Like, everything I Wanda saw Sykes clips of did, that. I that thought. looked really good. Yeah. Everything that Wanda Sykes did was really funny. And I was just like, why not just let Wanda Sykes actually just host? Like, there was I this, feel like, like having her... one host would give it a lot more of a through line and yeah. make it and more her, the consistent. Thing is, and the if thing you pick is, a all good of her host, edgy jokes, the edgy jokes that she made were actually they were funny because it was Wanda Sykes who was telling them. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have any, like, I don't feel any sort of, like, not that I feel, like, worried or, like, that Chris Rock makes me anxious. But, like, at one point they walk past one of the, the like, Urukai in the in the Hollywood, in, in the Academy Museum. Mm-hmm. And she makes a joke where she goes, oh, look, it's Harvey Weinstein. And, like... Oh, that's an edgy joke. Mm-hmm. But also it's Wanda Sykes telling it. So I'm like, that's funny. She, the way she tells jokes puts me at ease. Yeah. Whereas, whereas like, every if, time Amy Schumer speaks, I'm like, what is she going to say? Like if what, Amy Schumer had told that joke, I would have been like, ugh. What weird kind of stuff is going to come out of Amy Schumer's mouth next? I'm just like, what are you going to What are you going to do? The one thing that Amy Schumer did that I thought was funny because it plays into just how awkward she is as a person is she walked back in after like after the slap had happened and she was like, "Mm, the room feels different. Anything happened while I was gone? And I was like, good. I'm glad somebody like acknowledged it. The energy energy in here is weird. I'm uncomfortable with the energy we have created in the studio. Yeah. Um, She was like, did anything happen while I was in, while I was away? What's going on? Um, But yeah. Okay. I think we should switch into talking about the the awards themselves. Overall, both, I think there were a lot of things where I was like, I predicted that this would happen and then there were some where i was like i did not predict that this would happen Mm -hmm. for example i said this in one of my other group chats i did not i am very happy coda won best picture oh yeah i really really was not expecting it though um and i think you can really tell that this is one of those instances where ranked choice voting played a huge role Absolutely. in the d- decider of the of best picture, um, because like unlike like, last year with Nomadland, deserved to and, win. Yeah, but it did. It's Do not necessarily like, the thing that the Academy normally votes for. That and like, do I think? Have I, I rewatched it last night. Do I think out of I and I, I have seen apart from Belfast because like I have no interest in seeing Belfast. Um, it shouldn't be on this list. That's my count. I have seen every other movie on this list. Do I think out of all of them, it's the like the best one, like story wise, technical wise? No, the story is like really straightforward. It's really predictable. But like 
the what it is doing and what it is accomplishing is incredibly groundbreaking mm-hmm. and it is monumental in that case like that is the important thing with this movie and i think that's what a lot of people who aren't disabled or who haven't spent time in the disabled community or thinking critically about disability mm-hmm. are missing where they're like this movie was like it was like a predictable high school movie but they it had deaf people in it mm-hmm. like like yeah but it was a predictable high school movie that had deaf people in it yeah like you're saying the thing that it is and to me it's like you know i think people are just really missing they're missing it they're missing the fact that this is what it is you know it's like do i think that you know in like 10 15 years people are gonna look back on this and be like wow power of the dog or drive my car really should have won best picture this year i don't know do i think power of the dog and drive my car are like better from a story perspective probably because they are like interesting and unique films Mm -hmm. but like am i going to show this to am i i don't know i'm i'm having a hard time articulating what i'm trying to say but i Um. another thing but this is sorry this is where my brain i know i'm like totally not letting you talk but like i have a whole thing about i was looking at the since 2009 they have done ranked choice voting for best picture winner and you can really really tell where ranked choice voting has determined the winner and i think coda is one of those years um i think another one of those years was fucking green book i hate that movie it's dog shit but like i think there were a lot of people who voted coda as their two and three and four movie mm-hmm. and there just wasn't enough of a like i think nomadland and parasite the 2020 20 and 2019 movies yeah were overwhelmingly number one in people's ballots if i had to guess that's what i would guess you know what i mean yeah and I think Coda was probably a lot of people's number ones, but not over 50%. And then it was a lot of people's twos and th- twos and threes. So, yeah. but, you um, know, and one, it deserves those spot. The one category. It's a good movie. <laughs> that I feel qualified to talk about pretty much at all is animation because I've seen all except Flea and Encanto. <laughs> oh my God, Flea. <sighs> I was really I've disappointed seen clips that Flea. Of Flea. I'm really disappointed that Flea didn't win anything. I mean, Summer of Soul was amazing, but uh, I really wish Flea had won. It, it like... The problem with Flea is that it's in two categories, and those have trouble winning either category. You know what I mean? So, it's just so disappointing because it's such a unique take. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's... It's an animated documentary about gay men. And it's just like, ugh. go watch Flea. It's on Netflix. Everybody I will should definitely go watch check it, it out. We've got, what, 10 seconds left? 
Fine. Yeah, we've got barely any time. Also, Dune fucking... Wait, okay. This will make my time... The timer's going off, but I. it's my last comment. I'll, it's my last point. I was making it as the timer was about to go off. Mm-hmm. Denis Villeneuve, the director of Dune, did not get nominated for Best Director. Dune, as we all sort of expected it would, fucking swept... Basically, every single technical award. It won cinematography, editing, production design, sound design, and visual effects. The only ones it didn't win were makeup and costume in terms Mm. of, like, technical awards. Yeah. Every single member of the Dune team who went up to accept their award, the first person that they thanked was Denis Villeneuve. (laughs) They got up there and they were like, I would like to thank Denis Villeneuve for his amazing creative vision and then the Academy and then my family. And I was like, this is hilarious. And they're all so mad Denis didn't get nominated. It reached the point where I was watching the ceremony and, like, somebody else would win and I was half expecting them to thank Denis Villeneuve in their fucking acceptance speech (laughs) because I was like, oh, right, you're not thanking Denis Villeneuve. You weren't in Dune. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't a part of that movie. Shit, right. Doi. Um, Also, I saw somebody complaining on Twitter that Timothy Chalamet didn't get nominated for playing fucking Paul in Dune. And I was like bestie honey sweetie fine whatever but paul is such a like he is he's he's not a pick me that's the wrong word i mean no he's not a pick me but he's such a like he's i don't want to call him a mary sue either but he's like he's not an acting challenge no he's just paul is really just he's just some guy but he has like a special power you know, he like snorts cocaine and is like, I can see the future. That's kind of his deal. Paul, listen, spoilers for Dune, by the way, if you haven't read the book. Um, Paul has like, and people are like, ooh, woo, Paul is like this, you know, pure hearted soft boy. Uh-uh. I don't know if you care about spoilers for Dune. I do not. I'm sure we've talked about this. But like everybody fucking flocking to Paul timothy chalamet's character like he's this pure-hearted soft boy because they were fucking in love with kylo ren or whatever and they're like flocking to him because they're like he's a pure-hearted soft boy Uh uh-uh that boy wants has like three motivations and one of them is basically genocide that's not a lie he's like i want to kill harkonnens i want to you know become the leader on this planet and i want to fuck zendaya's character Chaney, Tani, Chani. That's basically, he's like, I want to, I want to genocide. I want to be a leader and I want my wife. (laughs) That's it. That's Paul in a nutshell. And I want to be able to see the future. I am the Messiah. That's it. And he is not conflicted about it at all. He's like, fuck those guys. No no conflict. Anyway, 
I'm done talking about Dune and our 15 minutes is up. So do you want to go first? Should I go first? Is your article, do we both have goofy stuff for this week? I, so I had some goofy options. I do have some serious options. Or I do have a serious option that I'm only, I only thought of yesterday. And that is the Isabel Cup, which is the Women's Hockey Stanley Cup. Named after oh. Lord Stanley's daughter, who is known as the first woman recorded to play hockey. Um, there's oh, cool. a picture of her from 1890 <laughs> playing yeah, hockey with a bunch of women. And they're all like upright, wearing big dresses. And she's wearing a short dress, like bent over with a hockey stick, like ready to take people down. Damn. It's great. Um, I love lesbians. <laughs> I don't know that she was a lesbian, but okay. Who's um, to say? Yeah, it's it's named after uh is a the lady isabel stanley um and it's so it was last night was the isabel cup um last night isn't the 28th <laughs> isn't boston kind of dominating of so it has the the first isabel cup was in 2016 um and boston the the boston pride which is the boston's boston's uh, PHF team, the what is what does PHF Sorry, stand for? Oh, professional fuck. hockey league. It's um Premier Hockey League. Or, so no, close. Premier Hockey Federation. There we go. PHF. Um, Look at my knife. Sorry, I'm really distracted. <laughs> no worries. Look. Oh, that's a very cool knife. It's a Leatherman. It's a multi-tool. Nice. Anyway. Um. But it's very sharp. You could really cut somebody up with this. I shouldn't be talking about this on our podcast. um, I should go put my knife away. (laughs) Um, So the it was established in 2016. Um, It was not awarded in 2020 um, because I I can't imagine why. (laughs) Why I guess it was the 2020. It was the 2020 season. The 2020. It was 2021. When the cup would happen, the beginning. Right. Because, again, it happens in March. Um, So in 2016, the Boston Pride won. In 2017, the Buffalo Buttes won. In 2018, the Metropolitan Riveters won. In 2019, the Minnesota Whitecaps won. In 2021, Boston won again. (laughs) And in 2022, this past cup, um, Boston did win again. So, like, three out of seven. Four out of seven. Um. Four out of six? Three out of attention. six. So half. Yeah. Though I feel right. Like were, I need to go to Wikipedia. Because <laughs> I thought some of the other teams had won more than one. Um. Well, you're going to Wikipedia. Um, can I just say, I think Easter season is the best season for candy. I love colorful candy. I love... My favorite are the eggs that are like chocolate with a candy coating. Oh, that you shit. mean these ones? Yes. But they, they come in a lot of different sizes, shapes, flavors, and brands. I had ones where the candy was fruit flavored and I did not care for that. Oh, no. That's not good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was in the in 20. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're covering a lot of local news tonight. As Mine's in, also local. 
Oh, I guess, yeah. So there's two teams that haven't won any cups, which are the Connecticut Whales, who the Boston Pride were up against last night, who were the... Is it not national? So there's only six teams. Oh. <laughs> it's it's a new league. It was a stat, like the, the it's right. a new federation. It was established in 2015. So like... It's it's a baby. It's supposed to get two new teams next year, one from Montreal and one from a city next to be neck yet to be announced, which is fun. Wait, so who's in it? What's the league called? So it's the Premier Hockey Federation. Um and it is it was formerly the National Women's Hockey League. Um it is the only like American professional hockey organization for women. Um Right. The teams are the Boston Pride from Boston, Massachusetts, the Buffalo Buttes from Amherst, New York. Not Buffalo? Okay. Close <laughs> enough. I mean, I think it's probably the Buffalo. They're like, it's like literally right next to Buffalo. Yeah. The Connecticut Whale from Danbury, Connecticut. My mom felt the need to point out two things yesterday when we were watching the Whale versus the, the Whale versus Pride game last night, which was the final of the isabel cup is that first of all it's the connecticut whale not the connecticut whales just one a singular whale Mm. to which i i responded i don't think you could fit more than one whale in a hockey rink um thought you were gonna say in connecticut (laughs) that too um my mom also pointed out that the the men's hockey team in connecticut is the whalers huh the (laughs) the women's wait why are we called boston pride is um, it because they're lions. all gay? It's lions. It's a pride of lions. Oh, oh okay. See, because when is, they're coming... It is gay, and they did at one point have rainbow jerseys. Okay, because when you call something Boston Pride and your uh, women's hockey a sport that is notoriously favored by lesbians, mm-hmm. both in viewership and in participants... Um, calling yourself the Boston Pride yeah. really is just like, I'm just saying. There's also the Metropolitan. They knew what they were do- <laughs> they, would- they knew what they were doing. They knew. There's also the Metropolitan Riveters, named after Rosie the Riveter from New Jersey. Uh, the Minnesota Whitecaps. And the Toronto What's Six. What's funny about that is the original, one, the original Rosie the Riveter was black. And two, from San Francisco. <laughs> um, she is, she was, I don't, not, I don't think it's their, their current jerseys, but they, they have had jerseys where she is black. Good. Um, also the, um. I believe she's the MVP of the season. She might have been the MVP of last year's season, but she was interviewed during the game, and she she is a uh, black woman on the Toronto Six, um, whose nickname is Bucky, which I love. It's just a fun nice. name. It's um, a good she name. Was, she was talking about how um, she has relatives who like are not familiar with hockey. But she's seen more and more young black girls coming to the games and how much that means to her. And I was like Aww. tearing up. That's so cute. I, all of these women have talked extensively about how like there was not a women's hockey league when they were growing up and how excited they are every time they see uh, like young girls at their game. I th- at the game I went to because I went to one of their games this season. Also, um, if there is professional women's sports in your city, 
look at the tickets because um, to go see a professional women's hockey game, it was uh, $20 a seat. Yeah. Okay, like tickets days for... before the tickets, <laughs> like days before the game. So like last minute tickets. Tickets for women's sports are so unbelievably inexpensive. I except for things like the U.S. women's soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> Which oh my god, sorry. Um, not to distract from this, but also I, to I just wanted to talk this. about professional women's sports, particularly yeah. hockey, but anything relevant is fun. To distract from this, the U.S. women's soccer team won their lawsuit. Yay! Does this um, mean they get paid? better does this mean they, they get well, they paid if win, they sorry, lose sorry sorry they did not win their lawsuit they settled okay. their lawsuit um yeah yeah so hang on i'll look it up and i'll come back to yeah. you um what was i gonna say oh um, yes they settled this was in february so this is mm-hmm. a while back um, yes, they settled their equal pay lawsuit for a total of $24 million. Um, and the two side, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yes, please, if you're more interested in that, there's a one, a great documentary on that. Mm-hmm. And um, the, yeah, um, about this, they're them looking for equal pay. And, yeah, they've been fighting this for, like, years and years and yeah. years. Um, so, yeah, they settled their lawsuit. Yay. Okay. Continue. Um, basically, I just wanted to say, um, so the Isabel Cup was last night. The Boston Pride won their third cup. Um, <laughs> which, can I just, so... While we were watching, and I, so I, I want to, I want to give the full story. So Boston has had not a great season. I think they were ranked fourth or fifth this season out of six teams when they've been at the top pretty much most seasons. Um, So they, they weren't doing great this season. They lost the last five games of the season in overtime. How did Um, they get here then? Well, everybody competes in the. Uh, Isabel Cup because oh, there's only six teams there. So they so they won their first game of the cup match, which was not expected because they hadn't done well against that team before. Um, and then so my mom and I were watching. We only got to watch the finale because um, well, I could finale the final. <laughs> we only watched the final because I wasn't able to go over to my mom's house who has uh the sports packages required to watch a women's professional sports game i Um, thought you were gonna say a fucking big ass tv that either um anyway so we only watched the final um but throughout the whole thing like the commentators the interviewers everybody was like hopefully like Tonight, uh, it's looking like the whales are going to get their first cup win. Oh, the whales have had such a good season. On and on and on. Like, to the point where it was, like, frankly, like, the the amount of favoritism shown by the commentators... Uh-oh, sisters. ...was a little absurd. Um, like, so... And I just, I just want to go through goal by goal, because it was 
every single goal was really good. It was a pretty it was a, a pretty even game for most of it. It was really interesting. Everybody was playing really well. Congrats to both teams. Um, so the Pride got the first goal, and then at the end of the first period, the whale, the whale, the singular whale. Uh, got a goal and then right at the beginning of the second period the whales got a second goal so boston was in the lead uh-uh, uh-uh. wrong what? the whale the whale right boston got a goal connecticut got a goal connecticut got another goal so it was two to one connecticut and then it stayed like that for a period and a half and then That's like a long time yeah and then I think it was like five minute, not a period and a half, at least a full period. Um, and then like, I think it was five or 10 minutes into the third period, the final period of the game. Um, Boston scored two goals within 17 seconds of each other. And it was the oh same God. play to a degree where my mom and I were like, wait, was that a replay of the ga- goal they just got? No, it's another goal. <laughs> Holy shit. It was frankly insane. They were like, if it worked for us the first time, we'll do it again. It literally looked like a replay it was so it was the same tactic and it Holy was cow. so soon after the previous game that it looked and felt like a replay um wow. so boston was in the lead and the commentators were still like clearly like oh yeah any second now a one uh, earlier in the game they were like oh connecticut has a one point lead but which which is generally a fragile place to be in hockey but it looks like the buttes aren't it looks like the pride aren't going to get another goal anytime soon and they got two back to back and the commentators were like um well one p- uh, point lead isn't that much <laughs> um, and then the final goal of the game was an empty netter connecticut pulled their goalie so they could have uh six players advancing or is it five yeah i don't remember um (laughs) i think it's six yeah they pulled their goalie so they could have an extra uh defense slash forward um and one of the boston players shot from the other side of the rink into the empty net oh it was so beautiful and connecticut was just like like heartbreaking oh yeah it was i feel really bad for connecticut they haven't had a win they haven't won the stu- the cup yet. They had a really, really good season. But the the pride at the beginning, the commentator was like something along the lines of like, oh, yeah, how interviewing the captain of the pride. This interviewer said something along the lines of like, oh, it doesn't look really promising for you guys. Like, you haven't had a good season. Rude. It's, um, uh, people were surprised that you made it this far. How do you feel going into the final and the captain was like, well, we always play our best when our back's against the wall and no one believes in us. And I think that's I think that's a testament to women's sports or something like that. And I was like, and then they won. And one of the commentator, one of the interviewers was like, so how do you feel? And she was like, like I said before, we always do our best when our backs are against the wall. And I was just like, <laughs> man, I'm looking at this map of where all of the teams are. And it's- I feel really bad for Minnesota. And then Minnesota. <laughs> um oh my god i feel like that's oh my god i feel like this is a really good time to bring up the fact that the americans and the canadians women women's hockey team members keep marrying each other do you know about this of course you know about this how could you not 
Um, but for those of you who don't know, members of the U.S. women's hockey team, the the national team, and members of the U.S. women's Canadian team keep on getting married. It's like a thing, and they keep on like having children. They keep on like adopting kids or or like having kids together mm-hmm. to the point where it's like become a like I read an article during the Olympics where people were like, it's become a problem during the Olympics because every year at the Olympics, it's always the U.S. and Canada. Since women's hockey has been like in the Olympics, there have been there's been one year where it hasn't been the U.S. versus Canada. One year, I think. Um, and the U.S. and Canada, most of the, there's been like two years where the U.S. has won gold. And like... <laughs> I believe, so one of the... One of the Boston Pride players missed the game that I saw because she was on her way back from the Olympics because she was nice. playing in the Olympics, not for the U.S., but for a different team. And I'm blanking on which team it was. But someone was talking about how they, with her on the team, they went farther than they've ever gone <laughs> in the Olympics. Cute. Um. But like... Yeah, they keep on marrying each other. And they were talking about how they had to have... This player was talking about how she and her wife had to have separate watch parties for the, like, the Olympics because otherwise it would be too, like... They they had to have the all of the U.S. people in one room and all of the Canadian people in another for the final game this year they were like we have to keep each other we have to segregate from each other otherwise mm. it's just like too painful oh so it's it's evelina roselli who plays for switzerland and also the boston pride nice nice yeah there's i think there are a lot of internet i would i would assume there are a lot of international players also there's, this is there's a bunch of international is, players and then a ton of them are from massachusetts like <laughs> One of, the, one of the whaler, one of the whales, one of the whale, <laughs> one of the singular whale is from like, I'm trying to write like Boxborough, Massachusetts, they were saying. Um, one of the pride went to a high school that was very close to our high school and graduated in the same year as me. Um, you know, it wasn't was it? our high school. Oh, okay. It was, I you think one said of our sports our- rivals. You would have said if it was our high school. Yeah. We did not um, have a great hockey program at our high school. We did have one person who got like a, f- in my year, who got like a full ride scholarship for playing women's hockey. Um, yeah. She found but not out because of our. In my math class. Um, and everybody oh, cheered do- for her. It was great. Wait. <laughs> um, but yeah, women's sports. First of all, I love hockey. Second of all, I think if you like sports even a little bit, you should check out live sports. And the easiest and most accessible way to check out live sports is women's professional sports because it's not very expensive. Seriously. Um, Also, I don't know if you follow Kyle Prue on TikTok. This is a shameless plug for his content. He's he does. He has a series that's called um, How to Piss Off Men. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He has one, one of his, in one of his more recent videos, one of his tips for how to piss off men was Refer just to them call as sports all... and men's sports. Yes. Walk into a room where somebody's watching football and say, oh, is this men's football? Are you watching men's football? <laughs> or my other, the other one that I saw recently, which I thought was very good, was 
say to a man who's unironically watching WWE that you've seen a drag show like this? I I saw a <laughs> post on Tumblr that was talking about how uh, public BDSM scenes and the WWE aren't that different. It's true. And I have not been able to stop thinking, like, stop thinking of that every time somebody brings up, like, professional fighting. Especially professional fighting where you know who the winner's going to be and they still beat each other with chains. <laughs> and wear, like, leather, like, underwear. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's ritualized power struggle with a predetermined winner and a lot of violence that is con- consensual. Yeah. Although, listen, everybody should go watch John Oliver's piece on on the WWE. Oh, yeah. WWE is like shitty organization, which I yeah. think speaking of shitty things <laughs> should brings us to the middle bit. <laughs> yeah. Um support unions. <laughs> support your local union. The WWE is not unionized. They have tried um, once or twice though, right? They have tried, and I think they have pushed multiple times for unions, but beyond that, the fact that they're not unionized, they don't have fucking, they're not provided with fucking healthcare. <laughs> yeah, because they're not, they're contractors, not employees, which is bullshit. Exactly, which is fucking crazy. It's bullshit because they have a, um exclusivity clause. Yeah, they so, have an so exclusivity they're, they're clause. So if they're a contractor, which means you don't have to give them healthcare or pay them well, and they can't get another job, that's bullshit. Yeah, and their job literally involves them getting beat with chairs sometimes. So, like, yeah. Um, Anyway, go look at... John Oliver has a really good piece on the WWE. Um, Everybody should go check it out. Support Mm -hmm. unions. Stop line three as usual. Um, Don't fucking buy the new Harry Potter game. I wasn't (laughs) sure if we should bring it up, but now that you've brought it up, don't fucking. Okay, so at I underscore am underscore a underscore toad underscore on TikTok has a a um a very good TikTok. I believe I sent it to you about all. Yeah, you did. That's why I'm talking about it. I watched it like ten minutes before we came on. What the fuck? So if. Obviously, J.K. Rowling is a turf. We don't need to cover so, that again. You should support her or anything. Two YouTubers, two video essays I recommend. ContraPoints has a video essay about J.K. Rowling. And the YouTuber Sean has a great video essay about, about Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. We don't need to rehash this. If you but, don't know at this point, then where have you been living for the past also, 10 years? Did, didn't you hear that uh, uh, Putin sided with J.K. Rowling? Putin you was know, like Joanne and I are victims of cancel culture for stating good beliefs. Oh boy! Well, something along the lines. It wasn't that exactly. I think he called her Joan Rowling. Um, but oh man, <laughs> listen. If you buy if, the new Harry Potter game, you're on is... the same. <laughs> you're on the same side as Putin. That's what I'll say. And if, if um, that's but literally not bad the developer. <laughs> Yeah, the developer of the game is literally an alt-right YouTuber. Yeah. Like, this is this so, is something you can go and look at. You can, like, Google his name and it comes up with his YouTube channel. And it's a bunch yeah. of stuff like... What was... There was one of his videos that was, like, 
had a really stupid like it was so bad it was funny there was one about like gaming in the male gaze and how it's not real Gamergate um, like, was good actually or something yeah, like that stupid ridiculous stuff um so moving on from that donate to mermaids in the uk mm-hmm. and just because i've been thinking about it a lot recently and re-listening because i'm in hell um i've been re-listening to midnight sun <laughs> Because I like to torture myself. Um, donate to Move to Higher Ground, which is the real-life Quileute tribe in the real-life Washington Peninsula. It is their effort to move and make a cultural center that is out of the way of the flood zone. Um, so go do that because S- Stephanie Meyer is a wild, crazy woman. But if you, again, I've said this, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, though. If you asked me which author, J.K. Rowling or Stephanie Myers, I liked more in the year of our Lord 2022, I'd probably say Stephanie Myers just for the simple fact that she does not tweet. Yeah. The woman uh, does also, not have shout Twitter. Out to Suzanne Collins for quietly slipping into obscurity. Obscure. Like, literally. That's the best thing you can do. For literally just fucking off. Take um, your money also, from your YA for a books fact, and movies and just. Go, go off into the woods. Also, here's something. I know for a fact that Stephanie Myers tips well because my aunt served her at a restaurant. And I cannot say the same thing for, for, for J.K. Rowling. So, you know, just take that as you will and, yeah. um, and move on with it. I know that she treats service workers well. Well enough to, to to tip well. So, and I bet J.K. Rowling treats service workers like shit. See, I don't, I think, I think she probably treats cis white women service workers pretty well. Because I think she, she was at one point. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. Her whole anyway. thing is like, oh, you know, I was, I was a poor white woman in England once. And so therefore... Everything I say is valid. And I'm anyway, like, let's move on from Miss Joan. Isn't that is that her first name? It's what Joanne. It? Joanne, whatever. Joanne. Anyway, um, do you have a a middle bit for the a headline for the middle bit? I, I can find thought one. I I think I had one. There's two new species of frog in Ecuador. Oh, <gasps> that's, that's awesome. Not, that's not fun out of context, though. That's just fun. Um, yeah, that is fun. Do you want to hear? Okay, this is from. Oh, I just I have a middle bit that I had forgotten about. Oh, okay. I well, I just went. About. Sorry, I just went to the NPR strange strange news section and found mm-hmm. one from over a month ago, from March, from February thirteenth. Um, apparently, there's a now a French fry perfume. So, a French fry perfume. A French fry perfume, a perfume that will make you smell like French fries. Why would you um, want to do that? That would make you so hungry. Uh, that's all I can think about. I just think it would make me really, really hungry. Sorry, my mom is trying to call me. Um, so I found this article. It's from 2017, but I wanted to I wanted to dive into it real real quick. Is it the glitter article? No. Okay. That's always uh, in my back pocket for if I'm really desperate and can't find anything. This is a mental floss article. Meet the man who claimed to have the world lo- world's longest last name. And I thought it would be fun if I tried to read his name to you. 
Oh, okay. Uh, emphasis on the word tried. So his name is Adolf Blaine Charles David Earl Frederick Gerald Hubert Irvin John Kenneth Lloyd Martin Nero Nero Oliver Paul Quincy Randolph Sherman Thomas Uncas Victor William Circes Yancey Zeus and then here's the last name wait that was just the first name that was I think the first and middle names okay Um, hang on a second (laughs) Imagine trying to fit that on a fucking, like, driver's license or form. So he, he shortened his name to do, 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 Herbert B. Wolf plus 585 Sr. His last <laughs> it's name. like fucking Elon Musk's kid. <laughs> his last name was Wolfenschlegel Steinhaus Bergerdorf Welsh Vorlturn Warren Gleiss Schaft Schaefer Sweeson Schaefer Warren Warf Unscorefall Teague Kite Beschutz and Worgen Reifen Durchen Durchhirchar Gear Gwen Welch Walter Wolf Thunder Wolf Thunder Tausen Jar has Vorhan Dieher Scheinen Wunder Erster Damon Sturauf Stern Schiefgen Schnittmann Mietzgunstein Undes Sie Bernie Dielmel Curtis Schmoters Gerbausch Lichtals Seiner sprung von Kraft gestart sein Langen farching Zweischen ter snarken Graun mouth der Stunen Habarschafter Sternen Welchen Gab hatten Wochen Bar Planet ten Christen Oh, my phone went to sleep. <laughs> Lichtend kommt fort, plavenzern schier freien, bengslängig freuden, archiv meist neichtiefen, furcht worchen, angrich war an deren intelligent, schopfen gorchen, weistern, nartengraum, senior. <laughs> he named him son after himself. His his son was that junior. That um, I I looked okay, so I looked at my that easily went on for over two minutes. <laughs> Just the like, last name. It's so it's a I it's a six hundred something letter last name. Okay, I got several words in there. What in the German Swedish fucking IKEA bullshit was that? Apparently, holy shit! I don't want to make fun story. of. Of a I don't wolf make... killer who lived in a stone house whose ancestors were sheep herders. Fucking it's a hell. Full, I got it's the a word... full fairy tale. I got the word 200. I got the word intelligent. I'm sure lots of people did in there as well. <laughs> you also... And I got a couple. I got. Um, Keep in I mind, I was other... reading a 500 or 600 letter word. So there was definitely some mistakes in there. 
I might yeah. have skipped a line also. <laughs> no, and there were no spaces, so I don't no. blame you. <laughs> There's no space. I thought I was literally looking at this and I was like, it would be really fun to read this on the podcast. Maybe I should send it to Sophia and they could read it because they speak German. And then I was like, they're dyslexic. That would be cruel. <laughs> not be able to read that i mean i would like i was tempted to look it up and to like follow along but like jesus and then you had the gall this man had the audacity to name his son the same thing what a cruel cruel man what a sick and twisted fellow like um for for legal documents he also used the last name Wolf Schlegelsteinhausen Burgerdorf. Okay, that's more acceptable, <laughs> but like barely. You definitely can't fit that on legal documents. No. No, I'm my brain automatically went back to trying to Do you remember when we had MCAS and we were trying to bubble in those <laughs> forms with your name? Yeah. Like like you can't do that. Your name would not fit. And I, I was always sitting there with my stupid four-letter last name and trying to think about, like, looking at all of those fucking empty boxes next to my name and being like, whose last name is that long? Fucking Wolfgang von Burgelschlergelflorf. Um, like, and I don't mean to, to make fun of this person's last name, but I think he, he deserves it. it. This, isn't, this wasn't his given last name. He changed his name to honor all of his ancestors. He changed it. Fuck that. No way. I'm going to. No. Combining a fuck ton of names. Fuck that. No. He opened it. He changed it. He opened himself up to criticism. Fuck you. You deserve Um, it. According to this Mental Floss article, in 1952, a Philadelphia Inquirer columnist uh, wrote a blurb to report that Hubert B. Wolfschlegelstein Hassen Burgerdorf had recently registered to vote, and Hubert wrote a letter to the editor to correct the misspelling that. Uh, Hausen had been omitted. <laughs> no, fuck this guy. No, literally, fuck this guy. Because he, if this had been his given name, fine. His given name, where every single one of his first names starts with a different letter of the alphabet. Listen, and I am 100% in favor of people choosing their own name. Please, oh, make your make your name an onomatopoeia. Make your name... Kabingo. I don't care. Um, this is unacceptable. <laughs> unless you're trans. <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm sorry. If you're trans. No, no, no. If you're trans, this would be a different situation. Be obnoxious to cis people all you want. But this. Uh-uh. This he tried is to get so his fu- name in the Guinness Book of World Le- Records for longest legal name. <laughs> This okay. This has the same energy as you remember that vine that was like that is not correct. Yeah. This, this has that energy. Fuck this guy. Fuck that. <laughs> this man. I am. I thought it would uh-uh. just be fun. I thought this would be a fun. This is so. This no no no. This brings me a lot of joy because it's so obnoxious. It's one of those things where I'm like, oh, if I ever met this person in real life, I would be so angry. I changed it to honor all of my relatives. Yeah, mine would be like fucking killed by the czar. Like that would be my story. Cool. Hundreds of thousands of years of oppression, but cool. You're a sheep farmer, I guess. Like (laughs) a wolf killer who was a sheep farmer and the wolf ate their sheep. And so they became a wolf killer. 
sorry, a wolf killer. Oops, I'm sorry, I got it wrong. Who lived in a stone house? Why is why add that to your name? Literally, you're just making things harder. I bet this, this I bet man would his struggle child, so I, much with Twitter. I oh my god, I bet his son. I bet his son resented him. I'm sorry. If my parents named me something like that, I would hate them. What's your What's your name, kid? Oh, my name is. Sophia, Maria, Harriet, Liz, Allison, Becky, Lindsay, Mary, Lydia. I'm having trouble thinking of names. And then a fucking... You gotta do it with the alphabet. So it's like, my name is Annie, Blaine, Charlotte, (laughs) Danielle. Okay, this is why I now have a list of NPCs. I have a list of NPC names up in my like in a folder that I can just pull out of my butt whenever we're playing D&D because coming up with names even conventional ones is so fucking difficult and this man was like I'm gonna write a story (laughs) with my last name and it's gonna be 6,000 pages long it's its own fucking AO3 fan fiction holy shit my last name is um actually my here's my last name. My name is Ebony Darkness Dimension Raven Ray. <laughs> it's all one word. Oh my god. Ebony Darkness Dimension uh, Raven Way. <laughs> like Gerard oh Way. God. And if you don't know who that is, get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. You're My last name is the entirety of my immortal <laughs> but without spaces. Oh my god. It's just the worst tags on AO3. <laughs> That's my last name. My last name is the tag that was used for that fucking fan fiction with <laughs> Tucker Carlson and the green M&M. <laughs> Have you seen that? You must have you seen sent, that. You sent me a TikTok about it. Okay. Okay, good. If um, you, I mean, if you don't know what, what I'm talking about, I'm don't. sure if you go on AO3, you could find it. Yeah, but my dad listens to this podcast. He doesn't even oh. know what AO3 is. <laughs> There are people who are not our age who listen to this podcast. He has no idea what AO3 is. <laughs> anyway, are you paying too much for gas? I mean, aren't we all? Yeah. Do you know what a man in Fall River did? I'm switching into my article now. I want to talk about me. Did it, um, was it was it siphon gas off of people with bad political bumper stickers? No, but although I do not condone that such activity... Um, I will not report you to the police if you do. I'm not going to report anybody to the police because. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, That's I my saw, I saw a meme. Oh, my cousin like, doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I saw a meme. He would never. And it was something. There was a. I forget what the. There was some kind of bad political symbol. And someone was like, oh, if you don't know this, this means that this person is totally OK with you siphoning their gas. <laughs> Um, speaking of they know times are tough and they're willing to donate gas to you speaking of bumper stickers would you like to see a sticker I found that I really want to get this is you can cut this from the podcast um, because it's going to mean nothing can I not find it oh here here it is Um, (laughs) can you read that I want to get it for Kit. <laughs> All right, you should cut that from the so, podcast. Anyway, so gas. So gas. 
so a f- man in Fall River, which is, I can, I feel like I can comfortably say that I live in Providence. I feel like I have said that Providence is a big city, but yeah. So Fall River is close to me, but a man in Fall River, not siphoning gas, doing something much more legal, um, says electric uni- unicycles can help replace cars. You know, Incredible. you know what would be better than, even better than electric unicycles. What? Um, better uh, public transportation infrastructure. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Wait. Do you remember? I think it was in Concord. Do you remember a couple years ago that man in the summertime who would ride around Concord on, on a unicycle? unicycle, playing a trumpet or a flute, yes. or sometimes like juggling? He he had. Uh, a few different instruments. I know one of them was an accordion. Um, <gasps> I don't think I ever saw the accordion. But but yes, he also I had like was... a flute, I think. He definitely had a trumpet. Yeah. But yes, there was an article about him, I believe, in the Boston Globe. Um, because it became such a big thing. And he said that he just did it to make people happy. Yeah, he, he talked about, like, I think he talked about how he was depressed and he was trying to find a way to, like, brighten his day and brighten other people's days. And he did. He brightened my days. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Gas prices. Mm. I paid $40 for gas the other day and I drive a fucking Prius. So we all know. We all know. I was driving by a place that we both know of that has pretty cheap gas if you pay in cash. And it was $4 a gallon. And I was just like, the last bastion has fallen. Oh, man. Yeah. If you get a car wash with it, it's even cheaper, though. Mm. Just so you know. But you also have to to pay for a car wash, (laughs) though. But anyway. So, Fall River resident Rick Madeira... Is is ahead of the curve, and he is looking for, and he has found an alternative to his car, and it is, in fact, an electric unicycle, and he has said it is obviously more fun, and it's just more convenient. Madeira's neighbors are likely used to the sight of him zipping around on a small one-wheeled vehicle. But for those not familiar, um, he has a uh, a Goatway, Gotway. I think it's probably Gotway, not Goatway. There's no A in that. A Goat, a Gotway. No, no, Nakla, no, Nicola. Wow, Nicola Plus, um, which is a sleek uh, black. It, it, it's, it's a unicycle. black wheel. It doesn't have a handlebar. It doesn't have handlebars. I mean, it's a unicycle. Um, yeah, it's like it's it's one of those picture um, a unicycle, but it's not one with. It doesn't have pedals because it's electric. Um, or maybe it does. I can't tell. No, it so does have pedals. Oh, I was like, so it's it's like a hoverboard, but not. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's okay. Um, or uh, uh, fucking what's it called that mall cops use? A Segway. Yeah, y- y'all can't see, but I'm just holding my hand and tilting it. You know, yeah, no, the no, universal no. symbol of Segway. Yeah, yeah. Madeira says that his unicycle can ride for seventy to eighty miles on one charge. Nice. Um, 
And he usually never goes this fast, but it can reach speeds of up to 40 miles per hour. That's A, terrifying, B, hilarious. Can you imagine yeah. you're on, the, on like, not a highway, but like a, a bigger road where the speed limit is like 30 to 40 and you see a man on a unicycle pass you? Yeah, there are, there are like big roads with bike lanes, you know? Mm-hmm. And you just see, like, a unicycle just, like, zip past, you know? Um, The unicycle means that Madeira can, one, share his car with his wife instead of uh, using um, his own to get to work. And, two, it takes him four minutes to get to work instead of eight because of traffic. Incredible. Uh, Quick, quickly, we're not reading articles anymore we're summarizing them because of copyright things <laughs> yes yeah oh this one's from the herald news which Good i believe know. is in fall river um and he is allowed to ride it on the sidewalk but he usually sticks to roads um god imagine keeping... walking down the sidewalk and somebody goes by you at 40 miles an hour on a unicycle <laughs> jesus yeah i think it's similar i i'm guessing that the the an electric unicycle is similar to an electric bike yeah um in that you do some pedaling and it's some some assist yeah um the unicycle's small he says he keeps to the shoulder whenever possible to avoid cars the unicycle's Mm. small size means he can move to the front of a red light line like cyclists which saves him a lot of time um, and by now, Madeira said that he's used to lots of people asking him um, questions about the unique vehicle or making jokes and yelling at him to pop a wheelie, which, ha 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 I one time rode a unicycle when I was very young. Um, I would hate it. I feel like not, not my, not my, not my thing. Um, I, I'd fall so- over. So this was, so I went, when I went to an alternative learning school before I went to public school, um, (laughs) this was in gym class. There was a unicycle that, one unicycle that we all took turns trying to learn how to ride um, for the circus unit in gym class. Um, You had a circus unit? We also had a circus unit at our elementary school. Oh yeah, we did. (laughs) Yeah, but we didn't have unicycles. There was not a unicycle. Unicycle singular. (laughs) Our circus unit was like, here's a parachute thing and some mats for you to flop on. Um, The way the unicycle lessons, we only did it like, I I feel like I only tried it a couple times. Like it wasn't a regular thing. I think maybe one of the gym teacher's friends had a unicycle and let them borrow it kind of deal. (laughs) Um, There were no helmets or knee pads or anything. Um, what they did, you know, the big gym crash pads. Yeah. They would sit, you would be next to the wall with three crash pads around you. And then you could go back and forth between two of the crash pads. That's really funny. Um, and then once you got comfortable with that, you could go up and down the wall. Um, and somebody, and there would be a crash pad at either end because we couldn't turn or stop. So you would just crash into the crash pad. <laughs> um, I went to, and there would be we a went to high school with somebody. <laughs> we went to high school with somebody who rode a unicycle to high school. You weren't friends with this person. I, 
he was in several of my classes and then he stopped going to high he went to like an art school i believe that um that that that, he's a good artist he um, drew a picture who went to art school knew somebody who would ride a unicycle and play the ukulele around at lunchtime instead of eating lunch no this is that person oh yeah um he was in my i only know he was in my he was in my seventh grade not my seventh grade my ninth grade social studies class and i'm going to describe what this teacher what he the picture that he drew of this teacher and you're gonna know exactly which teacher i'm talking about (laughs) he drew a picture of this particular teacher with his hair flying away (laughs) because his hair looked like it could fly away like a bird (laughs) do you know which teacher i'm talking about the issue is i can think of at least two teachers that it could be he was one of the track coaches oh but so the i remember i just want to say very briefly i I have like two more paragraphs to get through this unicycle unit when i was riding the unicycle i never got past the initial thing where you would hold onto the wall with one hand and the crash pad with the other and just kind of wobble back and forth a couple feet Mm -hmm. um and while I was doing that, the gym teacher was like, you're ready, and took away the front crash pad and then had to catch me as I just <laughs> took a... I didn't on purpose, but I just... I just full took a nosedive. Dive. Here's the thing. I feel like, and I know this would probably defeat the purpose of a unicycle, but I feel like they need handlebars. <laughs> where, where and how? I don't know, and I don't know, but... If a unicycle had handlebars, I feel like I would not fall over as much. Like, I feel like it would come out sort of like, you know how when an elephant brings its trunk up in front of its face? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how it would work. Like, it would be I, on the... But then it would be front heavy. I don't know, Dylan. I'm not an engineer. <laughs> I just... you're. I mean, you're right that things with handlebars are easier. Like, it's way easier to ride a scooter than a skateboard. Um... And those are basically the same thing, but one has handles. I am I am no engineer, but I am sure a handled unicycle out there is I actually fuck that. It's a segue. Like <laughs> Well, but you're not sitting on the wheel the way you are with a Yeah, you don't and sit it has on a segue. You stand on a segue. And it has I'm two wheels. You've got like the elephant trunk coming up and forward, and then you need something in back behind you. And so, why the not have like tricycle? A <laughs> it's a fucking tricycle. Like, but with one wheel where you're balancing. I know. Got, oh, wait. You'd need a really, really big wheel. Are you sketching? <laughs> I have a whiteboard. <laughs> um, while you do that, um, Nadira says he's always happy to chat about what he sees as a viable alternative to many car journeys. His advice for those who are interested in buying their own electric unicycle is to wear plenty of protective and reflective gear and be respectful of pedestrians when using sidewalks. He says, it's the future. In 10 to 20 years, I'm sure I won't even have to bring it up. Which, I don't know about that. I think the future is electric bikes because as I'm saying right now, most people know how to ride a bike. 
I don't think most people know how to ride a unicycle. What have you got for me? Oh, so wait, it's is it like a one-wheeled wheelchair? Kind of. Because I'm, well, I'm imagining, so if you've got the handlebars in front, sorry, I need to get back to my microphone. <laughs> I was going to say, you've got handlebars in front, you need something to counteract the weight. And so I was imagining just a seat back so you can lean back to counteract the weight of the handlebars. Oh. Um, so it's me like those, on um, Shark Tank. Um, <laughs> it's like those those things the, the 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 bikes that you lie down on yeah but it and has one wheel sitting in the middle under your seat to make it electric but it's got one wheel yeah the one wheel thing is really i think what's throwing this whole shebang off really yeah i was trying to draw a unicycle and i'm like how does how does any of this work <laughs> um yeah i think I really like that this man is taking is riding a unicycle. He's I think it's really very creative. Passionate. Yeah, I think that's really great. The thing is, I don't think most people are going to be riding their unicycles to work or owning a unicycle in the near future simply yeah. because of the fact that Maybe electric that, bikes though. Yeah, I think there needs to be more infrastructure for it. And I think there soon will be. Because um, shit's getting crazy out there because gas prices are ridiculous. And I, okay, quick comment about gas prices and people complaining about Joe Biden not doing anything about gas prices. Um, It's not his fault. This would be happening regardless. This be capitalism, baby. This do be capitalism. I don't like Joe Biden. I don't think most people like Joe Biden. I fucking voted for Joe Biden and I don't like him very much, but... What was like it? we the we saw John Mulaney in Boston and the opener made a joke where it's like, listen, uh, nobody nobody's excited about Joe Biden. If you voted for him, you did so in a resigna- resigned sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. I went to see John Mulaney last two weekends ago and it was the same opener. Um, although I did think he was more hot in Boston. Not physically hot. I couldn't see him very well at either location. Um, I think he he was just having a better night. There was some weird, really weird issue with the lighting right at the beginning of his set, um, which was pretty disappointing because I think it probably threw threw him off. Um, But yes, he was talking basically about how, you know who didn't like voting for Joe Biden? The people who voted for Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, you know who every time you it was he asked the crowd he was like oh you know who voted for Joe Biden and everyone's like eh, wah, and he's like yep that's the reaction everybody gives nobody likes wooing for Joe Biden yeah not even Joe Biden likes wooing for Joe Biden sorry anyway. I, w- I looked at my phone and um fun fact um Google keeps track of what news articles I click on and what ones I ignore. Um, and I just, I like absentmindedly opened my, like the like news feed to see just, just cause that's what I do now when I'm like, my brain is distracted because I, so I set timers on all my social media. So I'd stop being on social media and now my brain's like, Oh, you're looking at your phone and need stimulation. Here's, here's news. 
Um, Go research for our podcast. Yeah. Hey, Lil Nas X, come on our podcast. Come on our podcast. Who else would we want on our podcast? Jason I know we've Statham. had this. Dis- Jason Statham. Jason, come on our podcast. Um, J.K. Rowling can come on our podcast if she comes and meets me in person. <laughs> I just want to talk. Um, you have heard the good news. <laughs> we just <laughs> talked about Zoe Kravitz for about five minutes. So You have heard the good news about... Where did Where we did even we start? start? Oh, my God. You got into grad school. school. Um, and also through my back out. I don't know if I mentioned that. That's not good news. It was just two things that <laughs> happened back to back, huh, back to back. <laughs> and I was like lying on the floor watching the Isabel Cup and I got into grad school. Um. <laughs> Wait, was the Isabel Cup our, our like open? That was my story. Cup, that was your story. Did we have an opener for this week? We talked about our flag means death. Oh, yeah. That was really... That was so quick. Oh, we yeah. talked about the Oscars. Oh! I forgot about the Oscars. <laughs> you, we were really... You know why? You know why we forgot about it? Because we were really good. We set a timer. I thought we, we were really good. We didn't talk about it for an hour. Um, you have heard the good news about me and my life, and also Our Flag Means Death, and also the Oscars, question mark. Um, I don't know if that qualifies as good news. And also the seventh Isabel Cup... And uh, women's sports in general. Um, sports go sports. Sports. Um, and you've heard the good news about that man with so many names. Um, what else did we talk about in the middle bit? Um, new frogs. New f- briefly, we talked about new frogs. As always, we said, fuck you to J.K. Rowling. Yes. You, you heard the fucking news. Not necessarily the good news. The fucking news about this new fucking game. Sorry, I just, I saw, I thought it, in the TikTok that I saw. My mom just texted me about the Wordle. Ooh. (laughs) In the TikTok that I saw, I like, I kind of thought the thing where the goblins were kidnapping wizard children was a joke. It was not. It's not. That's a real thing. Literally, it's blood. It is. And this is the joke that the person made in the video. It's blood libel the video game. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, anyway, yeah, that's happening. Um, yeah, and then you the heard about a man about who's, who's riding around a unicycle to save yeah, gas. You heard about the, is... the future of transportation, maybe. Future of transportation, maybe. The future of transportation really should be public transit. And yes. that is the good news. Yeah. Um, the good news is trains exist. <sighs> love a good train. I love a good and train. And not just the band, although they do have we, some bangers. I We should take a cross-country trip <sighs> on a train. That would be you so much fun. You didn't like. You didn't laugh at my joke. Sorry, I I just got so excited by the idea of not a road trip but a train trip. We should do that. Thank you. You so know much what you me. actually. You know what you actually should do when I get back to Germany. When I become the the most the the next member of our D and D party to get into graduate school. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. You have heard the good news. I have been I Dylan. Have- I have been Sophia, last name unavailable. I have been Dylan, and that's it. (laughs) Dylan, last name error 404. (laughs) Um, Dylan, my last name is my gender. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Good night and good news. Ah, And I, me... I will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. My dad just texted me about the wordle. Bye.